Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Uri Stapia Flores, and this is my creative revision. This is a memoir of a moment in my life. This is for English 1120, section 006. Okay, let's begin. The night I came out. The night has come. The one I didn't want my 17-year-old self to experience. I have previously planned out how my coming out story would be. I also already knew my parents wouldn't accept me, but at least it would be on the day I decided I was ready to come out. However, now that that day has come, here we are, the four of us, talking around the rectangular table, the table that is set in the prohibited dining area. This area is usually for special guests, in case you were wondering. We don't usually eat here. We use it only for special occasions or for deeper talks about work. Though the conversations spoken that night started with the family business, I did not foresee my life to change in that instant. By the end, tension built up to the point where coming out was my only way out. This was the breaking point of my secret life outside my parents' perfect world. This night was filled with many hidden emotions that aren't usually shown in a Mexican household. If I were to bring this situation up again, the word I would describe feeling in that moment was neglection. And the word my mother would describe, she would say betrayal. Well, what happened that night? Why did everything escalate so quickly? These questions ran through my head over and over, right when I tried to go to sleep that very same night. Do I still replay everything in my head now, a year later? Yes, yes I do. Like I said before, this was the breaking point. That night was supposed to be a night where we talked about work and what we could improve on. An hour into the conversation, my sister suddenly decides to say something personal by telling my father that he needs to look after his daughter. Okay, wait a minute. What? Did she just say this to expose me? Because I know for sure she didn't like who I was becoming. I know that at this point she's talking about the person I was with at the time. I also know that she was referring to my relationship with God. This is where my parents start to get confused and start asking her, what did she mean by this? In my head, I already knew where this was going and I started to panic, like gay panic, because I wasn't ready. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to hold back my tears, but at the same time, I didn't want to make it obvious. And yes, when I cry, I make everything obvious. I'm really trying not to be dramatic here. Okay, back to the story. 
I quickly started to make other conversation to be able to avoid um, to avoid this getting any worse. I also didn't want to talk about it, and I couldn't walk away from that either. My parents literally kept insisting and asking what she meant by that. The moment my sister me, the moment my sister saw me and how I reacted by panicking, I knew that she regretted saying anything at all. There was a moment where we got up and we went into the kitchen and she started to apologize. I just didn't know what to do because my father kept saying, if you don't tell us now, it will come out eventually, so don't lie to us. Of course I know it was going to come out eventually, but why right now? Why do you keep insisting? The way he kept saying this agitated me because I do not like lying. I come from a Mexican household where we go to church, so lying wasn't an option. Okay, now let me backtrack. I believe in God, and I also go to church, because I want to go to church, not because my parents make me. I mean, we go to different churches, Christian churches. I don't know why they think I'm faking it. During this time, my cousin and the person I was with at the time didn't get along this was the excuse my sister used I know this doesn't make sense this actually made it worse because my parents did not buy anything my sister was trying to say at this point I felt like I had to come out because I knew deep down that that is what my father was referring to it will come out eventually this kept playing in my head as I walked into the kitchen once again to grab more tea. This is where I wrote on a piece of paper in Spanish. No me gustan los hombres. I don't like guys. I folded the piece of paper up in half and I walked into that dining room. That clean and forbidden dining room. <sighs> here we go. This right here was a moment I didn't want to experience because, in a way, I knew what would happen. My father was sitting next to me and my mother was sitting in front of me. I gave the paper to my father and I started crying because I didn't know what to do. I felt like I was being stripped down to my core. This moment of vulnerability felt like forever in that bit. My father's head quickly goes down and he gives the paper to my mom. Now this hit me hard because she rips the paper up and says, Me siento traicionada. I feel betrayed. She follows it with, No lo creo, tenías un novio. I don't believe it, you had a boyfriend. Okay, pause. When she said this, I, I was about to laugh because this boyfriend she was talking about was my best friend in high school. I knew that they wouldn't accept me, but at that stage, the thing that I didn't expect was that my father defended me in a way, 
and told my sister, no, why aren't you a sister to her and protect her by keeping that? He told her it wasn't okay for her to do that because we all knew it was in her self-interest to try to hurt me. There are times where things slip, but this wasn't that. The endless conversation ended with my mom instilling rules. No one was allowed to be at the house anymore. Though I didn't always have people around, I understood why she said that. I know I didn't fully come out and say I liked girls. However, I know that they knew exactly what I meant by it. Their behavior after was hurtful. Even though my father defended me, still to this day, he didn't accept me. My mother didn't want to look at me, and she would make rude comments. After everything, I did ask my sister, why did she want to hurt me? She simply replied that she didn't mean to. She was just tired of always having my back whenever I wanted to hang out with the person I was with at that time. To this day, my mom still tells her friends that she wants her daughter to find a good husband. My father shows me memes about how it's not Adam and Steve, it's Adam and Eve. These little things affect me. I know I can't change how they think, but now little by little, I'm at least able to dress the way I want to dress. Growing up, I've always shopped in the men's section and when I do it now I know my mom hates it my parents are in denial and it's okay at least I don't feel as neglected as I did when it first happened another thing too is that they grew up in a traditional Mexican household I think that this is important because most times in Mexican households they don't talk about that gay uncle or that lesbian tia this experience has helped me show other people that it's okay to come out when you're ready. Never feel pressured to come out because people keep telling you to. Your sexuality should be explored and experienced by you. This has also shown me another perspective of how people from their church view us. Even when they are your parents, they will tell you things about the Bible and God to justify their hurtful actions. This experience has also made me realize so many things and a big one is that if someone tells you that they are a part of the LGBTQ plus community, it's because they trust you, especially if they aren't fully out. I wasn't fully out for a reason. Many don't understand why, but I'm happy I didn't get kicked out of the house. But since I do still live at my parents' house, I still have to feel their judging eyes on me. I want to show people from church and people in traditional households that it's not okay to neglect their daughter, son, sister, or brother. Let's help each other out because little things like rude comments about them or overlooking them can drive someone into a deep depression. We don't want any situation to go any further than this. Then it has to go. Okay, well, this was the end of my memoir. I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you for listening to my story of the night I 
didn't come out. <laughs> I was pushed out. And I want people to know that they are seen. And there are people out there who also believe in God and are part of the LGBTQ plus community and live in these traditional households. Thank you again for listening to my podcast.